0: what's going on all you beautiful people out there this is editing walker we're going to get into the episode in a little bit but jared and i realize that we have kind of goofed recently just wanted to tell you guys that this episode of locked on hurricanes is brought to you by built bar if you use the code locked on when you check out it will give you ten dollars off your first box of bars so now that that's out of the way enjoy the rest of the episode and i'll talk to you guys in a minute Hey there, everyone. I'm Jared Ellis. And Walker, uh, he had a busy day yesterday, so
1: he's a bit of a sleepy boy today. Um, And you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You can find us on Twitter at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96 and Walker at Barrow Walker. Um. So today we do have some very big news. I know it is a Saturday, um, but this needs to get to you guys as soon as possible. Um. Uh, regarding the NHL's possible return, so we're going to get right on into that. Um. So yesterday the NHLPA voted on the potential return for hockey. Um. And the, and the players voted. In favor of returning with the 2014 uh, playoff format that we had discussed previously. Um, as we have mentioned before, um, it is definitely not a perfect way to get hockey back. Um, but we are getting it back. And I think we all just need to be grateful for that. Um should it maybe be twenty teams? Um, because you do have you know a team like Montreal getting in there where they're I think they're just above 500 or right at 500. Um, yeah, maybe it should have been a bit lower on the uh, team amount or the amount of teams getting in. But we're getting it back, and you do have a team like Chicago where they didn't have the necessarily. The best season, Um, but right before everything um, stopped, they were starting to make a late season push to get into the playoffs. So that is accommodating them, along with the Rangers um, and the Panthers, you know, and other teams that were making a late season push uh, to get in. So, and while it does, it's definitely a double edged sword of it coming back because you do have. Uh, like the mindset of like the AHL, SPHL, you know, ECHL and all these other sports leagues where they cancel the rest of their season out of um, player and personnel safety. Um, you do have that mindset there, which is of the utmost importance. Um, and obviously those details are going to be worked out for the NHL, um, but it's also business and businesses have to make money. Um obviously the NHL isn't starving for money, um, unlike some of these other small, smaller leagues where, you know, finances are a bit tighter for them, so I feel that NHL could have been more apt to cancel rather than some of these smaller leagues, but they've elected to, um, go along with, um, finishing out the rest of their season, um, uh, everything is slowly starting to open back up as far as business-wise go. Um, so sports coming back isn't necessarily too far out of the question. Um, NASCAR is obviously back um, already, I believe. Um, there are some others back. I believe we have some golf going on now. Uh, and the NBA is starting to make big headway on their stuff coming back. NFL, they obviously have their stuff. Baseball has theirs as well. So we'll just have to wait and see. Again, there are many details that have to be worked out as far as when and how and rule changes and whatnot. Um, I just hope that they are able to do it in a safe manner um, because you do have um, players that haven't been playing in a while and just haven't been around a whole lot of people. You have people like you know Jake Gardner and you know, his wife where they just had another baby, um, you know, and Jake, you know, going and being around people, you know, he could put himself at risk of bringing something home to his wife and children. Um, so that's definitely a scary thought, especially for the newborn, you know, whereas his wife, you know, they may be a little bit better I believe his toddler, you know, still, you know, they're very young children. Uh, So that's definitely scary there because you don't want anything to happen. As well as, you know, countless other players that have children. Um, I just hope, again, they're able to do something safely um, in a way where we can get it back. Um, But it would definitely be interesting if some of these uh, lower seeds were to win the Stanley Cup. Uh, I believe we mentioned that before where... What if one of those lower seeds won the Cup? Like, okay, you won the Stanley Cup on a technicality because of, of a global pandemic. Um, but one thing I have seen a lot is, you know, people really just shitting on this 2014 playoff format, um, which, again, it, like I said, you know, we've said on this show many times before, it's not a perfect system. Um, but we are getting it back, and this is accommodating the teams that were making those pushes. And it's not like this is going to be every single season. This is a one-time thing. They're expanding it because of the coronavirus outbreak. It's not going to be, you know, from here on out, it's always 24 teams. No, it's a one-time deal. It'll be okay. Um, so that is something there that I feel is getting forgotten about. It's like this isn't going to be forever. It's just a one-time deal. No one could have predicted that this would have happened um, whenever the season first started. Okay, we didn't know that 24 teams could be potentially making the playoffs. If that was the case, then yeah, we'd all be mad because it just diminished the importance of the regular season. But we didn't know. This is how we're going to get back. We're getting it back. Um, So this is how everything would look um, penciled in. Uh, The top seeds or the top four seeds are... Obviously, subject to change. They could change depending on how stuff gets worked out. But out west, um, in the I'm gonna go top to bottom. You know, from the first seed down. Uh, you have St. Louis, Colorado, Vegas, and Edmonton. Or excuse me, not Edmonton, then Dallas. Uh, those are your top four seeds. And then you have Edmonton, Nashville, Vancouver, Calgary, Winnipeg. Minnesota, Calgary, and Chicago. Uh, That's your Western Conference teams there. Um, Out east, or out here in the east, I guess, uh, you'd have Boston, Tampa Bay, Washington, Philadelphia. you have Pittsburgh, us, New York Islanders, Toronto Maple Leafs, Columbus Blue Jackets, Florida Panthers, New York Islanders, and Montreal Canadiens that is how it looks as of right now that's per TSN um, their official Instagram account that's where I got that little diagram Um, again yeah it's not perfect you know kind of Montreal being in there kind of iffy on that and as much as I like Arizona they definitely uh, went downhill after they got Taylor Hall Um, but again you have teams that were making those pushes like Chicago uh, Florida and New York getting in which I feel they deserve to get in because they were really making that push, and then everything got uh, put on hold. So it's the best we got right now, um, and we all just need to be grateful that we're starting. We're going to get it back. We obviously, don't have a date on um, when it's going to come back, but we're getting it back, and I feel that's the best. We just need to be positive with it. That's we. With the way the world is we just need something where we can kick back relax on the couch for a few hours watch a hockey game and just forget about all the issues going on in the world um hopefully um we'll have details coming on that sooner rather than later um but it's a lot of work so i wouldn't expect it to be within the next few days but with that being said um I feel we've kinda said all we can say about the NHL returning at this point. So we can uh take a look back on something that surprisingly only happened three month three months ago yesterday. Um but three months ago yesterday, the whole Dave Ayers um saga went down out in or up in Toronto, excuse me. Um Whenever I watched that game, I was at Instil Distillery and in Clayton at Redvolution's live episode, and never would I have thought, you know, going into that, that I would have watched one of the most important moments in Hurricanes history. Um, that's definitely going to be something that lives on in their lore, I guess you could say, forever. Um, everyone's going to remember Dave Ayers, just like in Chicago. People remember Scott Foster. Um, but that was just crazy to think of, you know, going in, you know, and then obviously, you know, watching that entire game happen, you know, watching, uh, Reimer go down, watching Peter go down, just all that stuff. It was crazy. Um, and then, you know, Davey comes in, you know, and does his thing and, you know, he's forever etched in hurricanes history. And then he even has his goalie stick up in the hockey hall of fame and, you know, he's always on commercials you know like feel good moments and stuff like that um it's crazy it it really is um and uh going off uh for a different spoil a little bit you know we've had the whole last dance um michael jordan documentary series you know finally caught up on all that um and watching that it just really kind of Makes you think about sports. I mean, obviously, um, but with that, you just can't help but respect Michael Jordan even more than we already did um, for his intensity that he brought to the Chicago Bulls. He definitely, you know, could be a jerk. That's for sure. Um, you know, if you've watched that, and you've, especially you know some of the older audience, you know that listens to the show. Um, you guys remember hearing this stuff about him back in the 90s, how intense and I guess you could say mean, yeah, he could be to his teammates. Um, but looking at yeah, you know, he wanted to get the best out of his teammates and he wanted to win, and he did. Um, that is completely evident. Um, yeah, you know, he really elevated that Chicago Bulls organization from, you know, from his words, you know, a shit team, yeah you know, to championship team um you know when he got there in the 80s and really just brought that team up you know, into like the first three-peat then he retired you know did baseball for that uh like year and a half then yeah he obviously came back you know and led them to another three-peat um i mean you could maybe we don't talk about his stint with the washington wizards um, because you know i like to think you know you know that last game you know get out in utah and uh, in Game Six of that '98 Finals, that was it. Yeah, you know, when he hit that game winner, that was the last basketball shot Michael Jordan ever took. Um, that's just me. You know. Obviously, you know, he did his stuff with Washington, but um, that's the last, the lasting memory you know, I've have of Michael Jordan. I'm sure a lot of people have of him, maybe except for Wizards fans. You know, they're like, he they wore a Wizards uniform. I, I don't know, yeah, but yeah, Michael Jordan, yeah, yeah, he's a Bulls guy, um, but also as a hurt as not Hurricanes, uh, as a Hornets fan, yeah, I do wish he would hold the people within his organization to the same standard that he held his teammates to when he played for the Bulls, um, because it's definitely frustrating watching the Hornets these days. <laughs> um, as any Hornets fans know, (laughs) um, but I definitely feel, you know, if you guys haven't watched The Last Dance, I feel, you know, you definitely need to go watch that documentary, if you can watch it, you know, uncensored, definitely watch it uncensored, because that's the way to watch it, um, but it definitely makes you respect, uh, Michael Jordan even more than you already did, um, as well as, you know, you have, you know, it goes from his entire career, um, you know, all the way from the beginning, you know, all the way till, you know, that game six, 98 out in Utah. Um, and this uh, documentary obviously produced many new memes of Michael Jordan, um, you know, the whole looking at the iPad type deal um, when he was getting onto the uh, bus with the headphones, uh, listening to the music. That was pretty funny when the Hurricanes uh put theirs out uh you know him listen to uh Raise Up by P Pavlo. You know, that, that was pretty funny. I got a kick out of that one. Um but yeah. I definitely feel it's definitely essential viewing for a sports fan, whether you're a basketball guy or not. It's Michael Jordan, yeah, he's yeah, as much as I love Tom Brady, yeah, Michael Jordan is definitely the greatest professional athlete of all time. Um, I'd probably put Tom Brady number two. Um, just my personal opinion there. Um, Tom Brady definitely uh number one football player of all time. Uh but no, at least quarterback wise. I mean you probably put, you know, some other guys up there, you know, other positions, uh, you know, number one. But Tom Brady definitely greatest quarterback of all time, arguably greatest football player of all time. fight me <laughs> uh but yeah it's a document, uh, extremely in-depth doc- documentary about the greatest athlete of all time um and definitely just even with some of the behind the scenes stuff of you know how they filmed it uh the deal you know adam silver maybe with michael jordan at the time because at the time when they filmed that uh stuff in 98 um my nba commissioner adam silver was uh, worked in the entertainment division for the NBA, and the deal he cut with MJ um, was you know MJ had to sign off on it uh, for it to be released. Otherwise, you know, it just sat in a room, the NBA headquarters. Documentary makers couldn't do anything with it. NBA couldn't do anything with No one could do anything with it until MJ signed off on it to make it. And what was really crazy when the day he signed off on. The footage you know, to be made into the documentary was the day LeBron won the championship with Cleveland. Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player of all time. I'm sorry. He is. It's definitely not LeBron. I don't even know if LeBron will be number two. He, he's top five for sure, but maybe even top three. But he's not better than Michael. And... With that, that does it for today. Um, it was a bit of a quick episode. Um, again, it's Saturday. You know, I want you guys to enjoy your Saturday. Um, so we will talk to you guys on Monday. Um, we'll, we'll get Walker's thoughts on the NBA, or not NBA, uh, excuse me, um, the NHL's approving of this 2014 uh, playoff. Um, as well as any other news that comes out um, with NHL returning, um, any uh, news on the uh, Hurricanes AHL affiliation. Still haven't heard anything on that. Um, But we'll talk to you guys on Monday. Now go tell your smart devices to go play the latest edition of Locked On NHL on Locked On Podcast Network. It's the network's national NHL show. They're obviously going to be talking a lot about um, the NHL returning now. Um, and also remember, guys, if you ain't crocking, you ain't rocking. We'll talk to you on Monday. Bye.
0: What's going on, guys? So, once again, this is Editing Walker. Just going to talk to you about Bill Bar for a minute. They are a fitness bar that literally tastes like a candy bar. For real, if you guys are struggling uh, when you're on the diet train like myself at the moment and you're struggling with wanting sweets, you know, I have a big sweet tooth, get some of these bars, guys. They are amazing quality. They taste great. They don't have that weird kind of grimy type of candy bar or protein bar type taste that you get with with other bars that you find at the grocery store, Uh, and there's a ton of flavors of these bars my favorite one of my favorites is the banana nut bread i like the peanut butter one the orange cream bar is great the mint chip one is probably my next favorite after the banana nut bread but if you go to their website you can use the promo code locked on at the checkout when you buy your first box and you'll get ten dollars off your first box so go check them out guys and we will talk to you all later thank you again for listening